Hello, welcome to What's Playing Tonight. I am Raceland, and normally we review movies, but we're adding a second sub-show to the channel. It's going to be called Featurette. I'm joined today by my co-host... Nate Harris. How are you doing? And uh, we also have Ty in the background doing the producing for us. And uh, these featurettes are going to basically be us talking about things like comic books, anime, TV shows, anything that we're feeling like talking about, honestly. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Daredevil and what to expect with the MCU. So with the Daredevil show being pulled from Netflix and now being acquired by Disney, obviously we've seen Daredevil in the Spider-Man movie. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. And we're going to basically be discussing what we think is going to happen with the MCU and Daredevil. Nate, uh, first thing we're going to talk about is how do you how did you get introduced to Daredevil? Oh, I was actually introduced with the uh, Ben Affleck film. Same, uh, same. I didn't really know much about Daredevil and really didn't know much about Daredevil even after. Uh, I knew the basics. Um, I've never really followed Daredevil too much in comics or anything until recently. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I got introduced with the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie as well. I know that movie gets a lot of hate, but I actually quite enjoy that movie probably because i like the character so much yeah um, uh, i enjoyed I it too yeah i've i've read some of his comics but i haven't dove deep into his comics daredevil is by far one of my favorite marvel characters but it's mostly like the crossovers in the comics that i see him in i've read a, i've read a lot of punisher comics and he does a lot of crossovers with the punisher okay so um yeah he uh so what you have not seen the Netflix show, right? You never watched the TV show? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Well, good thing I have. So we have stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anything that you've seen, like with the trailers, anything that just why, why haven't you watched the show? Just haven't gotten around to it. Had other uh, things I wanted to watch. Gotcha. Just time, basically. Yep. The sweet commodity that we all lack. Um, so from what I've seen in the show, a lot of people saw, didn't understand that the show was a lot more like the comics than they thought. Uh, the comic books, one of the things that they did in the comics when Stanley introduced the comic books is he, uh, he was worried that blind people would be offended by the Daredevil when they created him because he greatly exaggerated the abilities of Daredevil and all that stuff because of the enhanced sight and sound and or not sight, uh, hearing and smell and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, but actually, his fears went away when organizations such as like uh, the Lighthouse for the Blind sent them letters explaining how greatly they enjoyed having superheroes read to them. So it's like hmm. it was really cool having blind heroes do blind stuff. And and the show, they really showed that a blind hero can definitely be a superhero. Yeah, uh, Daredevil would be a pretty good in inspiration to a lot of people regardless yeah like in the show there was a lot of um a lot of characters that were not flushed out like um in the show they introduced bullseye at the end of the show and uh one of the things in the show that in the that bullseye did was he was impersonating daredevil as uh and murdering people to make him look like a murderer and people would hate daredevil and towards the end uh, he was beaten by Daredevil and was hospitalized. So the MCU, if they wanted to, they could bring Punisher into the show by 
just like uh, having him re like re re revived or something like that. Because in the comic books, uh, he was brought back from p being paralyzed by Daredevil by Adamantium. And with X-Men coming up in the Daredevil comic or in the uh, MCU, yeah. we could definitely have that brought in. Well, plus, because it's the MCU, there are numerous other ways you could bring characters back. They oh, can yeah. go their own route. Uh, the great thing about comics is that no character stays dead except for Ben, Uncle Ben. Uncle uh, Ben is a staple, unfortunately. Yes. Unless um, you're going to dive deep in the comics of the what ifs where Uncle Ben becomes Spider-Man. Yeah. So pretty much any character can come back at any time. It just depends on the writer, depends on the producer, whatever. So, yeah. Um, another thing that was in the show was Electra. Electra was um, brought in as a love interest, just like the comic books. And uh, she unfortunately in season two dies. But then mm -hmm. in the Defender show, which I have not watched, but I read about it. Uh, she gets brought back to life by the hand. I think it's the hand that brings her back. Some someone brings her back. Sounds and, about right. Yeah, and she you know fights the defenders, ends up betraying the hand and teaming up with the Avengers or not the the Avengers, the defenders. And at the very end of the show, they show her getting buried by rubble. So we don't know if she's dead. They don't show the body. It's also the MCU. Kind of a. Uh good old Wanda situation going on. Right, right. So, I, I don't know if that's something that they would bring in. I didn't care for the actress who played Elektra that much, but oh well. I don't know who they got the player. Like I said, I haven't watched the show. The only uh, actors that I know were Daredevil, and that's because I he's from one of my favorite movies, uh, Stardust. Oh, I've never seen that. Um, and... The Punisher, which I don't know the name of the actor, but I have seen him in other things. Which Punisher? The Punisher from the Daredevil show. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Ty. Thank you. Uh, he's also uh, <clears throat> plays in The Walking Dead. That's where I first saw him. Yeah, I don't watch uh, Walking Dead, but he oh. always plays a really good action character. Uh, he played a great Punisher in the in the Netflix shows. From what I hear, yeah. Uh, what did you think about the actor who plays Daredevil? Like, does he look a lot like the comics? Do, what, do you, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I've only ever seen trailers of him, and then in the Spider-Man cameo he had, which um, Daredevil in the comics is more blonde, but yeah. other than that, yeah, he looks very similar to Matt Murdock, so... Did we see the Spider-Man movie together in theaters? I can't remember. Yes. Did we go together? Do you remember uh, when Daredevil is shown on screen, the entire theater just erupted? Basically? Yeah. That yeah, was awesome. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. People definitely love Daredevil. Um, speaking of the MCU and Disney, uh, I wanted to talk about how you think that Disney will change Daredevil. Any thoughts of what they're going to do compared to Netflix's? I mean... Again, haven't seen Netflix, so I don't really know how they're going to change him from that. I don't see them changing him much in comparison to the comics because it seems like Disney, especially the Disney streaming service, is trying to lean more towards going into an adult 
style of entertainment, realizing that superheroes and whatnot is ju- not just for kids. It's also right. for the adults. Uh, I mean, they're they bringing just, in a lot of rated R stuff now. Yeah, they just brought in Logan, the Deadpool movies. So Deadpool really, is even coming to the MCU. Yeah, so I don't really see them needing to change Daredevil, who is a lot more tame than Deadpool. Well, in the Netflix show, Daredevil is pretty damn violent. Like, it was definitely well, TVMA. Violence-wise, like, you can still imply a ton of violence and not show gratuity. Uh, for example, the Moon Knight series. Moon Knight was an extremely violent character in that show. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, they yeah. showed the after effects of his actions, which I kind of wish they had shown a little bit more of the action. But still, they implied it, which is a great way of getting around if they're wanting to minimize the visual effect. But yeah, so violence, I've, like I said, I don't really feel like they would need to change Daredevil too much to be fitting into the MCU. Uh, Matt Murdock himself from what little I have read in the comics, doesn't seem to be like a super bad character. Like he seems like a very good upstanding guy. So fit right in with the Disney franchise. Yeah. Well, we, one thing I know that's going to be changed in Disney's MCU is that, uh, the yellow suit is coming back. So people that don't realize this daredevil's very first suit, was actually a yellow and like grayish suit. And I guess people just didn't like it in the comic books and they changed it to the red. <laughs> but we saw in the She-Hulk trailer, a little teaser of uh, his yellow suit. So it looks like he's going to go with the original suit. I'm not a fan of that. I like the red, but I'm guessing it's probably going to be one of those like soft reboots of like, I'm a different style of hero now. And maybe he'll go back to the red. I'm hoping because like in the show, he started out not even having a suit. He was just wearing like black shirt and black, you know, bandana across his eyes. And then he got a suit made for him and it started out as the red suit. So maybe maybe he'll get that back. I don't know what happened to the suit in the show. Yeah. So. Frank Miller. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. that is the origin story. Yeah, that's the origin story that I read of the Daredevil. I don't know if it's the original, like how close it follows the original storyline. But yeah, it, from what I read, it definitely, the show took a lot of inspiration from the Frank Miller's run. Now, speaking of the comic books, Nate, you said you read some comic books uh, to do this podcast. You wanted to get more familiar with the character. What yeah. kind of comics did you read? Uh, well, The Man with No Fear uh, by Frank Miller, uh, okay. Daredevil, and Batman. Because oh, yeah, Batman, that's right. They had a crossover. Yeah, Batman is one of my favorite characters, so when I realized that they did a crossover, I wanted to see kind of how they did it. And I, it was an interesting take, a lot better than the uh, Frank Miller's take with him and Spawn, Batman and Spawn. So... So what exactly happened in the comic? Kind of give me like a little summary real fast. So in the comic, they are Batman is looking for technology that Two-Face has stolen that is supposed okay. to like create a supercomputer, a biological supercomputer inside people's minds. 
And okay. he uses, I'm guessing, a daredevil villain named Mr. Hyde. Okay, um, I've heard that name before. He is uh, basically being tricked by Two-Face into becoming the computer. Two-Face just keeps feeding him the drugs that make it happen and putting him in high-stress situations to make the computer develop. So right. Batman and Daredevil come across each other and instantly dislike each other. Uh, <laughs> because, well, they come across each other thinking that the other is the killer of these oh, people. Oh, mistaken identity kind of situation. Yeah, but then they quickly realize that they're not the killer's like, or Daredevil quickly realizes that he's not the killer and then convinces Wait. Batman... Couldn't he just read his heartbeat to just be like, oh, you're not lying. Well, that's the thing, because in the comics, it even shows that, like, Batman gets the drop on Daredevil. Really? Because even with this insane hearing, he has such insane control of his heartbeat and breathing. And okay. yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I know. That's but some plot armor and a half right there. This is why Batman is like is a legend because of his plot armor. <laughs> That's so uh, He's so in tune with the shadows that he almost gets the drop on Daredevil. The only thing that saves the Daredevil is like an instinctual just danger sense almost. Like he's borrowing from Spider-Man real quick <laughs> just to be able to Effect. I'm surprised. I'm surprised with all this plot armor going on. I'm surprised that Daredevil was saved with the power of like hope or something, or power yeah. of love. Uh, <laughs> so, um, he convinces Batman he's not the killer. Um, so Batman just like, well, okay, stay out of my way then. I'm, I do, I work alone. Okay. Except you really don't, Bruce. But whatever. Um, and so then they keep kind of investigating the same case but separately and bumping into each other and just butting heads until finally um like bruce or batman tries to run daredevil over with the batmobile to put fear into him uh he's the man without fear though exactly he's like i don't need to actually run him over i just need to make him think i'm going to and daredevil's like it's so hard to tell if he's bluffing because his breathing control is so well. I don't know if he's lying or not. Oh my god! And <clears throat> it is. It's, it's Frank. Does. It's Frank, or not? It's Frank Miller. It's uh, I think Robert Kirkman actually. But it is. It is very uh, along the lines of a Frank Miller style of describing Batman because Batman is such a try hard against this other hero when he doesn't have, he has no need to be. So how does it um, end? So they come up across, Oh, um, it shows that Matt Murdock went to law school with Harvey Dent and what? Like they met each other during an exchange or something. So uh, is this supposed to be like an amalgamated universe? Sort of, I guess okay. like they apparently do live in the same world. Uh, Matt Murdock still lives in New York and then he comes to Gotham for a charity event or something. So yeah, it, it is a combined world of Marvel and DC. Like it's definitely a what if situation here. Yeah. Um, so Matt Murdock tries to convince, uh, Batman that there's still a human being inside Two-Face because he remembers Harvey Dent who back in law school argued for vigilantism. He was like, they are 
eventually going to become a resource for the government. We're going to have to make laws to help them rather than impede them. And it was Daredevil who was arguing against vigilantism. He's like, no. But he's a vigilante. Well, at that time, he wasn't. He was going to law school. I get you. Yeah. And so, yeah, there was just, they became uh, college buds because uh, in Matt Murdock's mind, Harvey Dent was one of the few lawyers who could match him in the court. Uh, So, yeah, it it was a very interesting take. It ended with uh, Daredevil convincing Two-Face to betray Hyde. He's like, you have to bring balance, uh, Harvey. You can't just let chaos reign. You have to make sure the scales are balanced. He's like, where's my coin? Forget the coin. Let the man decide. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So they, yeah, all three of them defeat Mr. Hyde and all as well as good. Uh, Definitely an it, interesting take on, on Daredevil. Well, it, it cracks me up because during the charity event, when it's just Bruce Wayne and Matt Murdock, they don't know that the other is Daredevil and Batman for like a fraction of a second. When they meet each other, they almost instantly know because Matt Murdock's like, oh, the familiar uh, heartbeat that is so calm, even in this situation, and the breathing technique. Oh, How does he know he's Daredevil? I'm Batman. Yeah, he was like, oh, <laughs> uh, nice to meet you, Mr. Murdock. I didn't realize you were blind, but uh, you don't seem to have any trouble whatsoever walking around and missing everything around you and all these people you're dodging. And he, oh, I'm good at I'm good at what I do. Yeah, and <laughs> so they start like draw as they're talking to each other. They're dropping hints about the case that they just worked together as their hero personas. That's so funny. <laughs> and then, uh, like Bruce Wayne's like, I think I see you're uh trying to like start a business here in Gotham. Is that right? And he's like, yeah, he's like. I just want to warn you, Gotham's a little dangerous. I I would hate to see you get hurt. And he's like, ah, oh, thanks for the warning. He's like, oh, I don't think you're getting it. Don't come to Gotham. <laughs> and so Daredevil looks at him and he's like, oh, this almost sounds like you're daring me, Bruce. I'm like, Daredevil. Oh, oh, oh yeah. this is some 90s edgelord right here for real. It is. <laughs> uh, so then after that, I read uh, Daredevil 2099. Oh, I've not which- read that one. <clears throat> I really like the beginning of it, the middle oh, of it. Oh, no, I don't like the sound of this. The end of it, though. Ah, oh, they could have... <sighs> they missed an opportunity. Like, I, I kind of see where they're going with, but it's also just a mess up, in my opinion. Oh, that's... It's... I've read some 2099 stuff, but I've not read the Daredevil, so I can only imagine how 90s this, this is. Well, it's not even, like, 90s. It's just, uh... Like, the character potential was really there. First off, uh, the Daredevil for 2099 is Samuel Fisk, the grandson no! of Kingpin. Kingpin, no! Uh, and, like, in this little one-off, they were talking about... Uh, like It's his inner monologue. He's talking about how heroes don't really exist anymore. Mutants are kind of eradicated due to a cure for mutagens. Okay. And sentinels are on every street corner. So uh, he's like, yeah, there's really no more crime to be had other than my grandfather's crime. And he talks about how his grandfather finally defeated Daredevil, beat him, and broken 
the rival he had for all these years. And he would tell him in glee that how over like family dinners, they would uh, just talk about how he beat this honorable hero. And Sam's just like, I hated him telling me that stuff. Like this, this is a guy telling me he basically just killed an innocent hero just because he's the villain. Like, I don't want that. No. <laughs> uh, and it's, he's like, I was a 10 year old boy when my grandfather was telling me these stories. So he's grown up with the legacy of the Fisk empire. Okay. Uh, and then it shows him in his car and we get a Batman moment because he like leans his uh, seat back and it oh, uh, kind of like a Batman combined with Iron Man moment because Daredevil's suit has now been kind of mechanized. And oh, it, that sounds terrible. The like car places it onto him on his body like Iron Man's suit and then shoots him out of the car. That's not even Daredevil anymore. No, it's that's the great thing because even he's like, I don't know how the hell Daredevil did this because like he lands on a roof and he's like, oh, I'm just glad I didn't land on the edge of a window or hit a wall or something. I'm finally getting this thing down. And then he does all these like great acrobatic moves and you're like, oh, okay, so this guy is doing really good. He's Okay, he's a good fighter at least. And then he's oh. like, yeah. I don't even have to do any of this. This is all the suit. I just think about the action that I want, and the suit makes it okay, happen okay. for me. <laughs> this sounds a lot like Batman Beyond shit right here. It is. Uh, like, he hears a woman screaming in an alley, jumps down into the alley, and does, like, a superhero landing. Uh, sees these guys, and like, oh, I think you made the wrong turn. And the guy's like, oh, I'm not here to pick up the woman you're hitting on. And he throws his baton at him. And misses wildly. What? Uh, and the guy's like, you, you missed. Like, they they all looked at him like, are you an idiot? He's like, <laughs> in his inner model, I don't know how Daredevil managed to do this when he was blind. I can, can't even do this and I can see. Oh, well, I'll just whip out blind, these. help him, though. Yeah, and he's like, I'm just going to whip out these guns. Then my uh, mech suit will help me uh, target these people. But don't worry, they're not real bullets. They're sedative, solid sedative bullets that when they enter the bloodstream will knock anybody out. <laughs> That's not Daredevil. He's like, I may not have that hard work uh, training ethic that Matt Murdock had back in his day, but I have the Fisk family fortune that'll help me get past that. Uh, leave it to a I'm Fisk. Just... Leave it to a Fisk to like take the shortcut. Well, I don't just like this sounds so much like Iron Man and his suits. Like he did eventually learn martial arts and all, but for at the beginning, he relied heavily on his suits. And then this guy just coming in like, I got a suit that makes me do everything. I ain't got to do crap. Boo-hoo. I don't I think like, I would like this comic book, to be honest. So, I, I yeah. At the I don't end, think I'd like it. So he goes home. You find out that he has a wife and son. They just abandoned. Uh. Yeah, like that is his wife's point. She asks him where he's been all night, and he's like, I had important business to do. And she's, it dawns on her what he's talking about. And she's like, I thought you quit. And he's like, You know, I can't quit. You know why I have to do this. And in his mind, he's like, It's an incredible guilt 
that his grandfather killed like one of the greatest heroes in the city and basically allowed crime to run rampant in the underworld. And so he is taking up the mantle of his grandfather's greatest villain or greatest rival. And so he wants to try to go against everything the Fisk name stands for. She's like, well, your son needs you. He needs guidance. And he's like, you know, I'm trying to make the city better. She's like, there's no point. There's sentinels out there. There's hardly any crime anymore other than your family's crime. What are you, like, what are you doing? So I'm trying to ease my guilt. Uh, she walks away. She runs away. Then he follows her one night, finds out she's cheating on him. And he's like, I'm not even mad at her. Like, I understand why she did this. I'm, I have not been a good father. I've not been a good husband. I'm like, okay, so this guy has some character growth. Yeah, Sad. Got but, that. Yeah. And then he goes into a bar and everybody's like, oh, they say, they're like, they're all happy to see him. And he's like, honestly, I don't know if they're happy to see me or if they're just paying respects to my bloodline, but whatever. And he goes to the bartender, and it turns out that the bartender is a part of the Fisk Empire. God. And he's like, he just tells him his woes, and like, well, you could always have her killed, boss. And he's like, okay, no, don't joke about that. That's not who I am. That's not what I do. And then immediately turns around. He's like, so is it done? And he's like, well, yeah, we got him. He's in the back. He's like, take me to him. And it's the wife's lover. And they just have been beating the crap out of him. Wait, and he really? goes over, takes the uh, gun from one of his goons, and he's like, I have to repent for the crimes my grandfather made. And the crimes always go, I continue always to Always goes have. back to Wilskin Fisk. Yeah, he's like, I have to repent for the crimes my grandfather made and the crimes I am still making. And then he's like, I have two legacies that bear on my shoulders, Daredevils and Fisk. And he I shoots him in the head. I like Edgelords. This is too much Edgelord. Yeah, and that was it. Like, that that's the end of it. That This is I, like Shadow the Hedgehog Edgelord. I was deeply disappointed that they're like, oh, yeah, he's, he's trying to amend for his family's mistakes. Oh, no, he's, he's still committing those mistakes as he's trying to amend. Oh, my God. Well, uh, speaking of Wilson Fisk, getting back to the MCU real quick. Um, at the end of the Daredevil show, the Kingpin is put away in jail. And, uh, but in Hawkeye, we see Kingpin just kind of walking around being Kingpin. Yeah. So if they bring Daredevil into the MCU, when they do that, are they going to explain what happened? Is it supposed to be its own thing? Uh, what's up, Ty? Okay. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about the, that. I, I didn't King think about the time skip. Got himself out of prison by then. Gotcha. I forgot all about the time skip. To be honest. Oh, that that is true though. Well, um, my last question for this podcast today is: Do you think that the that Daredevil will be a good fit in the MCU, Nate? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't be. They are. I agree. Uh. He has the heroic capabilities, the presence, and the fans. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Daredevil works very well as a street-level hero. Um, I don't see Daredevil being, like, 
part of the Avengers and doing all the like the galaxy stuff and going into space, fighting crime like that. I see him more like staying on Earth, working with like the new characters they've introduced, like Kamala, uh, Kate Bishop, uh, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, definitely, because obviously he's in their trailer and they're both lawyers. So I think they're going to really focus on that. Uh, I did hear rumors of them bring trying to bring in like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, the Punisher is supposed to be coming back. Yeah. So all of them could be street level characters. I think that would work really well with Daredevil. So I do think that yeah, I think Daredevil's gonna be a great fit. Yeah. Uh I am it has genuinely got me interested in reading more of his comics because I have enjoyed the majority of what I've read about oh, him yeah. so far. Daredevil's always been one of my favorite Marvel characters. He's such a fun character. I've liked his style. I've just like I didn't really know much about him as a character other than the movie. So yeah, I, I like I said before, I got most of my knowledge from his crossovers with like Punisher, Spider Man, stuff like that because they mm-hmm. kind of always go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, um, I guess that brings us to the end of the podcast. Is there any other thoughts that you want to talk about, Nate, about Daredevil, the MCU, anything like that? Mm, No, not really. Ty, any comments you want to leave before we head out? All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the What's Playing tonight. Hopefully we'll be having more of these featurettes in the future. If you have any more uh, topics you want us to discuss, you can message us on our Discord, email us, anything like that. It's all at What's Playing tonight. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. See you later.